Hey guys, before we get stuck into today's episode, I want to thank the sponsor of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast, and that is Unify Health Supplements. Unify have the most premium, high-quality, science-backed products on the market in Australia today, and you guys can use the code TFLP to save 10% off your next order at unifyactive.com. Unify has a range of products, including whey protein isolate, plant-based protein, a pre-workout, creatine monohydrate, and their best-selling product, the Hydration Formula. So again, use that code TFLP to save 10% at unifyactive.com. G'day, my name's Louis Phillips. I'm a fitness personality, an entrepreneur, and I genuinely just love watching people grow. Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. Nailed that intro. Is that all right? That's pretty good, I reckon. Yeah. One take. Welcome to the show, brother. Mate, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm a genuine fan of, of you and, and this podcast for a while. In fact, my whole family is a fan. My really? sister's been sending me your content and your podcast since like two years, three years ago. So That's epic. Yeah. It's actually fucking funny when Prime was in. He was like, because we obviously, we kind of like met properly. What, the end of last year mm. around at Muzzle's house? Yeah, Christmas. Um, and I'd obviously been aware of your content for a while and, and Gabe and, um, and Primes as well. And then, yeah, when he was in, he was just like, yeah, I fucking listened to your podcast like four years ago. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, they would have been shocking episodes back then. Early day um, doctor. <laughs> mate, how far have you ran this week? Um, I think I'm only on about 20Ks this week so far, but I'll get it up to about 40. Tell us, um, tell us a bit about the transition into like putting a lot more content around mm. running um, up. Obviously, we're going to dive today into the nine to five stuff and mm. um, a bunch of your content recently and the traction that you've always been getting and obviously spending a lot of time with your close mates who are also pumping out content, which is awesome. Um, but the running content has been super, like highly engaged, oh, which mate. is awesome. Um, but it's also, you know, I think I saw your story yesterday. You mentioning that, you know, you feel the best you've felt in a long time, mm. feel the healthiest and fittest you've felt in a long time. And I mean, obviously that's an absolute plus, but a lot of people will be taking a lot of inspiration from the content. So yeah, what was like the shift that you decided, you know, fuck, it, I'm going to start putting a lot more content around running and then obviously kind of take that journey a bit more seriously. Yeah, I mean, I've always kind of been paired alongside Gab, which has been a privilege the whole way through. But like, you know, you do want to kind of stray off and, and build your own personal mm-hmm. brand and, you know, my own fitness identity, I suppose. So um, I've kind of really put emphasis on that over the last six months. Yep. And kind of trying to stray away from, you know, this idea that I'm paired alongside Gab has been quite difficult. And, you know, the last maybe month I've just like really started this running content and it's just like hit algorithms. It's hit a niche and like everyone and anyone can do it. So um, I guess that's where it kind of started for Mm -hmm. me and the the growth has been exponential. Um, The responses have been incredible and it feels like I'm genuinely changing people's lives. So I have so much motivation at the moment, such a want to help people and that's I suppose like where it all comes from. It's a it's a pretty powerful shift, isn't it? Like even I remember we've spoken about it on the show before, like um, to a lesser degree, but you know, throughout school and shit I was always such a people pleaser or just trying to fit in and, and always kind of like on the more anxious side and never really kind of just being yourself. But once mm. you make that mindset shift of, you know, we spoke about before, like just fuck it. Like I don't really give a fuck what the you know, minority of people, if they have a, a yeah. opinion of me or if there's certain people that don't like what I'm doing, like if you've got, on the other hand, 
fuckloads of people who are benefiting <laughs> from your content and you are helping people and most importantly you're feeling good and feeling happy then that's the most important thing mate exactly and i think for me and, and a lot of people in australia especially blokes is like it stems back to this almost footy culture and this tall puppy syndrome and this mm. thing that i've had made up in my head of what will the footy boys think or what will like the mates from school think when in actual fact firstly they're all super supportive yeah like i, I make up in their head that they're not yep. in my head that they're not um and then you know the second thing is like the tall poppy thing like the ones that are knocking you down mate they're never going to say it to your face anyway so it's this like made up idea and i have in my they're, head they're often they have some form of like either insecurity or yeah or thing that they know that they want to change in their life, but they don't have the courage to do it either. So exactly. it's kind of like, well, if I'm not going to do it, I'm going to make them feel bad about doing it. Exactly. And it's like, yeah. So, you know, that real thought of like, geez, I'm going to die one day. Like, yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> I'm not going to opinion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, mate, just trying to capitalize it. Like the growth in the last couple of days has been like mental. Yeah, like just crazy. unbelievable. Yeah. So I'm kind of a bit rattled by it. Just trying to yeah, <laughs> see what we can do and yeah. keep running, mate. Yeah. <laughs> That's elite. With the um, growth of of the audience and whatnot as well, obviously you said, um, you know, what's led to that has been the fact that you've kind of just dropped your, all the fucks that were given about oh, people's on. opinions and whatnot. But I think naturally what comes with the audience growing as well is you almost start to like feel to an extent a bit of pressure of like, what should I post? Or you start to really think yeah. a little bit more about like the things you are posting because you know there's so many more eyeballs on it. So how have you kind of felt with that? Yeah, well, it's it's a feeling of like pure responsibility. Yeah, Like I feel responsible for providing the correct advice or just tips in general. But mate, it's an honor and, and, and I absolutely love it. I, I feel like I'm thriving in it at the moment. Um, I felt this real knack lately for just trying to help other people. Like I, mm. I, you saw my story yesterday, like I've never felt healthier fitter or happier yeah and like i want that to be contagious i want yeah. to show people that i want people to feel the exact same as me so mm. like that's like the drive behind all of my content yeah um but yeah it's a lot of pressure and mate i make mistakes all the time i put videos out where i say do this and then i do some more research and go hang on it's probably not the best idea yeah um so but the, yeah. the ability then to be able to acknowledge that as well mm. and even just being open like you know, I'm sharing this content, but at the same time, it's, I'm not fucking claiming to know everything. It's yeah. like I'm learning as well. I'm just sharing my experiences with you guys. I think that kind of helps with that feeling of like, you know, I don't want to say something that's not right because everyone's going to yeah. fucking put some shit out at some point that's not oh, right. Mate, and like, you know, the running community, it seems so like holistic and, you know, all involving and, and getting anyone in. It's not like... Clicky. Oh, mate, clicky as. If you only, if you run this certain time around this, you know, track, then you can you speak. Can speak. <laughs> yeah. It's like those are half, like not half, that's two comments out of a thousand. Um, are like, oh, look at this bloke. Like he can't even run yeah. a, you know, a sub 20 minute 5K, which I just did. And, <laughs> uh, and but it's like, mate, I'm not trying to be a professional runner. Yeah. I don't want the body shape of a runner. Like I want to be able to bench 120 kilos, mm. but then also All run a half marathon. Thing. Exactly. How long did it take you to shave the time off to crack the 20? Because I saw, mm. what did you do, 1950 for five? Yep. Yeah, yeah, 5K. I mean, I've done sub 20 before, um, but it took me like a, a month or yeah. three weeks of really locking in. Essentially this... It's quick. Yeah, the, the process of like this, um, like my content taking off has just been building to that sub 20 minute yeah. 5K. And I, I hit it yesterday, which was nice. Uh, but now what do I post? <laughs> yeah, that's it. What, what's the plan? Do you try and shave more time off that or yeah. you shift to something different or... Definitely shifting. I think I find a real, like I love watching beginners grow. And, and I used to, I put a video out saying, if you're a beginner, run for 30 minutes with your heart rate under 160 or something. 
And then I had all these responses saying like, man, I can't even run for a minute. And I was like, of course, like that, there's so many beginners out there who like, I can't just assume. So yeah. like, I'm yeah. trying to shave it right back. Yeah. Like that's the next step for me is like getting my mum to start running, yeah. getting my dad to start running. Like people who would never go for a run, get out there and run mm -hmm. and like make it really easy and palatable content. Cater, cater for all, all exactly to an extent. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mentioned nine to five before and obviously Gab as well. Like how, how did your actual, um, journey start within the fitness industry i don't mm. even know like did you and gab grow up together or like how did you even start off like kind of getting into this space yeah so we went to school together up until year nine and then gab went to a different school uh and then we kind of lost contact contact for a while there and then after school kind of got back into contact contact and started working together mm -hmm. lifting out working out sorry lifting together uh we were doing like beach like pull-ups and you know push-ups at the beach yeah. nothing serious yeah um and then kind of just yeah it grew from there like we started nine to five on the back of getting heaps of questions from people saying you know can you help me with this and yeah. that we're like why don't we capitalize on this and make it mm -hmm. a business and we just wanted to provide provide tips we never had the goal of becoming fitness influencers and yeah it's kind of stemmed from there one of the questions i put up a, a question box yesterday and i was going to save them to the end but on this topic i think what was one of them? Someone asked, um, have you finished your agribusiness degree? <laughs> so what, um, yeah, like what was your before the fitness stuff took off? Like what direction were you hoping to head down career-wise? It's a great question. I, I have no idea. So I'm, I'm, I haven't finished my agribusiness degree. I'm, <laughs> I'm still going with it. It's a long and slow process that I'm just chipping away at. But um, I enrolled in agribusiness at La Trobe and have been doing that ever since, you know, a, a yeah. one subject a semester. But I didn't necessarily want to work in that realm. Yeah. It was just uh, something I, I thought I should do for myself. Um, but I guess I had this idea of maybe working in media, um, but definitely it wasn't fitness early on. Yeah, right. With the content side of things, obviously you mentioned you're a lot more comfortable, um, particularly within the last kind of six to 12 months, like mm. building out that content. Was that something that you were like right from day one you were comfortable with doing, like build, putting content out <laughs> of yourself and stuff? Yeah, no, nah, not at all. Like we originally started nine to five as a business and the, the whole point of the business was that like it didn't have Gavin, my face in it. Like that was the rule. Our faces weren't in it. It was just either the apparel or like we programs happened later down the line. So it was just the mm. apparel really. Um, that stopped within a week. We're like, no, get our faces on it. Let's go. Uh, yeah, hopefully right. get a few Instagram followers yeah. out of this. <laughs> um, but like I definitely wasn't confident the whole way through and I was so lucky that I had Gav next to me um, throughout that process and, and still do mm. because like – he doesn't care what anyone thinks. Yeah. I really care what people think or I yeah. really did care what people thought. So um, it took me ages to, to build into that mm -hmm. and and be able to step into that realm of, of having people, you know, judge you but, yeah. but then like appreciating it. That's it. Well, like spending a lot of time, like being in an environment where you've got yourself, Gavin Prime, how's that been? Like I feel it's got to just amplify one the motivation to keep putting out content two you're leveraging off each other in terms of you know different ideas and obviously you know lifting each other up when you can't be fucked and whatnot but also yeah. they're having like a uh social life as well like you're having the opportunity to spend all this time and do all this cool shit with your mates which is pretty yeah. rare these days for most people so rare uh like i never take for granted the house we're in like we're so lucky like Tom, Gavin, myself, we work together really well. We butt heads every now and then, mm. but it always works out. And like when one of us up, is up, like we're all up, mm -hmm. you know, like I love seeing Tom 
do well. I love seeing Gab do well. They love seeing me do well. So living in that house has really changed things. And it's always, it's also just made like creating content so much easier, yeah. like obviously, you know? So um, yeah, very appreciative. And it, it does get rough at times. Tom's super loud. Like he, he <laughs> shouts and screams and, you know, I said this other story on a podcast the other day, but I, I walked downstairs and like he's screaming and shouting at the top of his lungs, like just letting it out. Mate, I almost had a bloody panic attack. I was like, can you just stop? Like this is so like audibly painful. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So there's times like that, but that's just who he is and, and I love him for that. And, you know, Gab's a whole different kettle of fish. He was um, the last two <laughs> months yeah. he's been posting into our – a house group chat boys someone come and pick up the sheets in the laundry like if you don't come pick up the sheets i'm gonna lose it seriously guys like a message you know at least once or twice a week <laughs> i said mate i reckon they're your sheets turns out they're his sheets they're his so sheets. yeah 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 but he's been like ripping into everyone for yeah. leaving the sheets so he but and he's fantastic to live with as well and then we got a, a, a fourth person which is jordan um he, he's a ripper as well just like does his thing and yeah you know probably like the perfect housemate for people like a house full of such big personalities. Yeah. Over the, uh, I'd say, correct me if I'm wrong, but particularly over the past 12 months, all three of you have obviously gained a lot of traction and there's different opportunities that have been Mm. arising and whatnot. Like, how have you found that going from, you know, yourself and Gab running a business nine to five, but then now having so much opportunity? Have you found that difficult to navigate in terms of like, all right, what actually is aligned with what I want to do? Or Mm. am I just saying yes to things because they're presenting themselves? Yeah, I, it's a difficult thing to navigate. It's a, it's a hard line to trot as well because I don't want to sell out and like mm. I don't want to just, you know, give in to anyone. So we are very particular with who we align ourselves with, with di- different brands. But on top of that, like opportunities, there's all these other opportunities in terms of not only are we just getting cash remuneration from from brands, like we're getting, you know, the potential for equity. We're getting the potential to be really more involved in the marketing scheme of yeah. the brand. So it's it's nerve-wracking but it's also really exciting so navigating that's been not too difficult mm-hmm. um like we'll always stay true to the people that follow us and i'll never sell out or sell them something that's shit yeah um but i do need to keep a roof over my head so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you want to you want to toe the line yeah with the nine to five um how does that work in terms of you and gab like is there others involved as well and like how mm. how involved are you on the business side like what type of area do you kind of push towards within the business space of it yeah I've, like gab's very much business like yeah. he he's he, he loves the business side I, I was very much business as well early days i've kind of shied away from that a little bit in the you know last year or so um but we've got a team that works for us and a, a group that's just like elite gab's really good at forming these teams that everyone can chip in and, mm-hmm. and add in so i'm a part of that team as well and yeah. um, we have our weekly meeting every tuesday and you know, that, that weekly meeting not only is talking about nine to five, but it's talking about like Gavin and myself's content. So okay. like how we can improve on that. What and direction from, you can push Yeah, and yeah. from like a consumer's perspective, we've got, you know, some young kids, we're like 18, 19, 20-year-olds who are the direct demographic of what we produce. So like stuff like that's super helpful and nine to five just continues to grow. Like it, it's such a fun thing to be a part of that, um, I'm, yeah, I'm super appreciative of. That's epic. Where do you hope to kind of like, like what direction do you hope to push things in like mm. kind of over the next few years? Obviously there's heaps going on for you at the moment, but do you have not so much an end goal, but like a vision of where you hope things kind of lead yeah. to? <laughs> like I, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but just like the emphasis of helping others. Like yeah. I want more people to be fit and happy. That's like my number one goal. And 
like happiness to me is from a holistic perspective. I don't just have to be able to run a sub 20 minute 5k. I want to be able to go out and have beers with my mates on the mm -hmm. weekend and then be able to work really hard during the week. So I want that for everyone. Um, and you know, however I can monetize that, however I can create that into a business I'll look into, but at this stage, I'm just trying to strike while the iron's hot and create the content. <laughs> Fucking oath. With the running side of things, um, I'm sure there will be some questions in the um, question box from yesterday about this, but like how are you structuring your strength training now? Mm. Now that you're doing a lot more Ks and stuff on the legs, like have you cut back the volume on lower body or have you mm. got more specific to running pattern movements or what are you doing there? Yeah, I, I definitely – so I've, I've always done a bit of plyo, like plyometric yeah. stuff, um, probably like doing legs three days a week, upper three days a week. I've definitely scaled that back. I'm probably doing legs one to two days a week max. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot of recovery because mm -hmm. like I'm having kind of 40, yeah, 40 K weeks on yep. the legs of running. And it's just, it's, it's too much to be honest right now, especially with footy. So yeah. um, I'm just trying to get through and like this content stuff, it's, it's going so well that that is my main priority trying to capitalize on that. But yeah, my, my training's very an upper lower split. I've yep. got a, a a coach who's a Gabs powerlifting coach. Mm -hmm. He coaches me for he's a sports and exercise scientist, um, and he just like programs for us. So um, learn a lot from him. And upper lower split, he plugs it in and I do it. <laughs> Perfect. With football, like where are you playing this year? Yeah, so <laughs> I I am playing out of Wangaratta with Tom. Oh right, yeah. that's good. So uh, mate, it's been a process. I I stupidly signed with kind in my old club um last year yeah you know like you know how it is i was like nothing's i didn't even know tom was coming to melbourne at this point yeah i was just like yeah just sign up like sign can't up. wait yeah. I, I love the club yeah and like paul chapman's the coach there who played for Geelong. Yeah. like awesome guy like not only have i learned football things from him i've learned you know like just lifestyle stuff yeah. and just trying to grow into like being a, a, a man and stuff like so really difficult decision to make, but it is the best decision for me and my content to play with Tom mm. um, out at Wangaratta or Prime Train. Um, so yeah, playing with with Prime and under Sam Murray as well, who's yeah. the, the coach, uh, and I can't wait. With uh, there's going to be a fair bit of travel involved in that too, yeah. Mm. So what's that kind of looking like? Are you having to really have a look at how the structure of your weeks are looking now in terms of not only football, but then you know, business content and making sure mm. you kind of don't burn the candle on both ends too much. hundred percent. And and that'll be like burning the candle on both ends in, in terms of not only travel, but anywhere I play, like playing footy and trying to make content mm. is really difficult, especially if your content isn't all footy based. Yeah. So like I have to figure that out anyway, but like I'm going to be traveling with Tom the whole time. Who's doing the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be like, they put you up in a really nice hotel. It's got a sauna. It's got a gym. It's got a pool. Like yeah. it's, Things will be easier. Be yeah. No, it's yeah. not like I've got a laptop. I can work from anywhere pretty yeah. much. Um, and that's kind of the direction I want to keep heading my life is kind of that like digital nomadism, you know, mm. be able to work from anywhere and, and set up a laptop and, and do what I do. So it makes nice. sense. Have you found on, on that topic of like, you know, a number of different um, lanes that you're trying to stay in at the moment? Like have you found – with football and stuff, have you found the motivation for that or even like the amount of time you're wanting to put into that in comparison to then trying to stay on top of the running, which obviously plays into the footy fitness and stuff as well, but then content, business, social life and stuff. Like, Mate. is footy still like a pretty big priority for you? You'd be the only person that's asked me that over the, like the last last two months. And to be honest, like I'm almost at the point now, it's like I would love to just run. I'd love to yeah. be a full-time runner and content creator. Like... I know when I start footy, I'll, I'll love it. Yeah. But right now, I'm so about running. I, I genuinely could do 100Ks a week 
easily. Yeah. Like, and from like, an enjoyment perspective. Yeah. Just, yeah. just for, from the love of it. So the thought of playing footy right now is a, is a little bit like annoying, but I know I love it and I know I need to do it. And like, this might be the only opportunity I get to play with one of my best mates in time. So mm. I, I got to do it and I'm, yeah. I'm keen for it. Would you sign for one year? Yeah, one year. Yeah, beauty. Yeah. Hopefully Mars keeps you in line. Yeah, he will. I'll keep him in line. Thank keep you. fucking yeah. Mars in line. Where's, is Paddy playing there? He's coaching the twos, here? I think. Oh, Paddy's going there too. Yeah, Fuck, yeah. That'll be, be late. Yeah, it'd be great fun. So we all head up to, to Wangaratta. Let's, you know, we get like game on a Saturday, go up on a Friday night, like stay up in this hotel, have a, have a feed. Yeah, perfect. Next morning, a bit of a walk into yeah. a coffee and then roll into the game and Sounds get told good. I should go and make another fucking TikTok yeah. <laughs> by the opposition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, Wangaratta's, like I didn't know the history of the club and I didn't know a whole lot about it. I just kind of just went because Tom was there and, and Muzz is there. And, mate, turns out they've got like the best rivalry with the Crosstown rival team, yeah. which is Wangaratta Magpies. So I play for the Rovers. The Magpies are on the literally next door. Yeah. And there's a Good Friday game, which is the only game within like 200 kilometres of, of Wangaratta. And uh, it's a massive rivalry. So That'd be huge. I'm told it's a, a big one. And I'm a bit nervous. Like they genuinely, these two teams genuinely hate each hate other. Each other yeah. Like they despise each other. Where did you grow up? Um, I was born in WA, moved to Singapore and then lived in Melbourne. So the yeah. country games, like I would imagine, you know, growing up, I grew up in Horsham in country Victoria mm. and like, you genuinely do like the football opposition clubs just fucking hate each they other. They despise each other. Yeah, it's scary. It's got, that'd be huge though. Yeah, it's a massive crowd. I went. What? When's Good Friday? Uh, April twenty, April eighth or seventh, I think. Have you been? Have you been to Wang and try and like meet all the boys and stuff? Yeah, like that? a couple times now. Like ripping clubs, super exciting. There, there's some very handy footballers there. Yeah. Like I just want to make the team to be honest. Yeah, you know, know, like. Um, which I love. I love always like playing up a level and, um, you know, I'll be on the wing hopefully and yeah. just doing 150 metre sprints all day <laughs> and touching it four times. Yeah. <laughs> what What's some of the better better trash talk you've copped? Obviously, you just mentioned the uh, mm. you're going to cop those ones around socials and whatnot. Yeah. Any any elite ones that you've, you've received? Yeah, I've, I've had some had some great ones. The, the one that sticks to uh, like uh, I've really – I've struggled with my kicking my whole life and, and I've, I think I've finally got the kicking sorted. But last year certainly struggled and um, I was on the boundary – um, in a game and I, I took a mark right on the coach's box and someone, and I was just about to hit a 45. It was a pretty hard kick, but, like, it's just pretty simple. And uh, someone goes to me, Louis, you're the worst fucking kick in the competition. And I was like, <laughs> you know what, I'm going to bite this 45 off. I'm going to, you know, a 40-metre, 40, 40 like, grass-cutting kick. It's going to hit the bloke on the chest. He's going to wheel and go, we'll kick a goal. So I go to do that, scrub the ground, turn over goal to the other team. So <laughs> they let me know about it. But there's, there's plenty, like... Ones that surprise me are, are like middle-aged mothers. Like they're vile. <laughs> Some of the stuff they say is just Do you just buy like, back or what? Nah, not, you don't buy it back to the, <laughs> otherwise you're in for a long day. Yeah. But like I turn around and it's like, even saying to my teammates, I play with some 18-year-olds who are genuine jets, and it's like a 50-year-old mum telling them that they're ugly or it's like it could be your son, love. Like, and you've got kids next to you. But I love the passion, so it's all oh, part God, of it. That's absolute gold. What um is there anything like? I think I was asking. I might have asked Tom this actually. Like, what what's some of the most common trash you get like through socials, particularly now as it's growing? Like, obviously, you know, we talked about it already, but in the end of the day, who gives a fuck? It's yeah, people sitting behind their keyboard or their phone and sending comments. Um, but is there any that you just laugh at? Like, is some oh heaps. 
Yeah, I mean, I, like we get it all the time, and and the hate comments get broken down into kind of two things. It's firstly personal hate, like just attacking your identity and who you are and, yeah. and your image, and the second is like fitness advice hate, which is is fine. Like it's fair enough; everyone's mm. entitled to their own opinion. So the, you know, the personal stuff. Sh- he's short. Um, <laughs> live in like Gab's shadow, uh, like main ones, and. Yeah, that's kind of it. Like, it's, yeah. it's pretty good. And then the fitness stuff is more just about the delivery. So, yeah. like, let's say you said do a bicep curl like this and I was like, oh, actually, I disagree with that, Danny. Like, I think you should do a bicep curl like that. Yeah. They'll be like, you absolute weak dog. How dare you <laughs> suggest that you do a bicep <laughs> curl like this? I did, you it's know, two days at a PT course and was told that – and it's like – it's just so personal yeah. the way they attack <laughs> it. But, like, mate, to be honest, the, the hate comments of uh, – um, like thick and far between there, there's a few and far between there's they're not that that bad <laughs> it's gold some of them are absolutely fucking hilarious what do you get surely you get a bit oh what, what makes you think that <laughs> uh, i don't actually get like that much i've had like there's only certain things like it's probably similar to you but it's like you have put out a certain piece of content if it's like one that's very opinionated or mm. i got some i got absolutely fucking slammed during um during COVID, actually, so I, I did. Um, you love this now that you're a runner. <laughs> I um, I was about to have knee surgery for like the uh, third time, second time, sorry, mm-hmm. and but it was still like the surgery that I needed. I could still train and shit. It was just afterwards it would get sore. So earlier that year, I'd had a shoulder rico, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna have to, like I just want to do something physically and mentally hard as fuck before I go in and mm-hmm. do this surgery because I'm not gonna be able to train again for ages." So we're on the beers one night. And then I'm like, all right, fuck it, next week, let's just run a marathon. <laughs> like, hadn't been training yeah. at all. So we we geared up, like, a couple, to, couple days later. And obviously, there was still some restrictions. So I had to ch- do a few loopholes, but also, like, mm. figure out how I wasn't going to get fucking roasted for it. Yeah. So I I remember posting on my story, like, fucking, gonna just woke up this morning, going to run a marathon today mm. with no training. I'm like, we got to do it within 5K radius. So we had to run out and back, like, within 5Ks. I'm like personal trainer so i could train with clients outside all day if i wanted to so i'm like all right well i'm going to do the first two hours or whatever with clients and then the last one that's my exercise for the day yeah um all this shit and you didn't have to wear a mask when you were running i don't think so anyway did it fucking finished the marathon put up a post i'm like i was rooted obviously i put up a post fucking just left my phone and i remember getting a text from a friend saying like Hey, are you all you right? Like, let, me know, <laughs> let me know if you want to chat. I'm like, what the fuck? So I opened up my Instagram and I'd just been fucking slammed. Like, I think someone had screenshotted it and posted in one of like the, some like, what was it, celeb spell check or some shit where it was like people just roasting and it posted in another group where like the full vax lovers like yeah yeah yeah. and i just got slammed like people tagging like vic police tagging the radio station <laughs> people saying like some vile shit they were just like what was one of them it was a really good one it was like you know fucking there's people who don't even get to see their dying loved ones and you're fucking <laughs> oh out there God. running you selfish fuck i'm like what the fuck oh my I'm God. Like, I went for a fucking run yeah some spell. people uh, through covid they just lost some people just lost it oh man just it was the fear control. it was just like yeah just any chance people could get to just rip someone. It was yeah. just like out of fucking... It didn't even make sense. I, I was training a client one day at the park. So the f- 2020, I trained throughout the whole thing just at this fucking park, mm. right? Pretty much got PTSD when I drive past the park now. <laughs> I remember one day this old lady came through and she just stopped like 10 metres away and started videoing me. And I'm like, Ugh. I was like, what are you... I was like, what are yeah, you doing? you're right. And she's like... A fan. 
you're the fucking reason why we're back in lockdown. <laughs> and then she, of course, she had like 20 rolls of fucking toilet paper because yeah, yeah, it was yeah. going out of fashion. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, your boys have obviously, we were talking about it before you recorded, but um, you've got your podcast as well. Mm. Um, how do, are you enjoying that? Like, how have you found that style of content? Obviously, with the reels and TikToks and shit, it's obviously more attention grabbing short clips, mm. whereas the podcasting, the longer form content, I personally fucking love it. Yeah. Um, but how do you guys, how love are you guys it. finding it? Absolutely love it. It was um, like it's. I've always been interested in in podcasting and kind of broadcasting and longer form content, but we just couldn't like find the way to get into it straight away. And then we figured out the podcast probably the way to go. And we found that kind of really solidifies our audience. It really shows who are like you know the part of the community and, and really consume all our content. Mm-hmm. So any podcast listener, like they're listening to an hour of us talking every week. So. Yeah. Mate, they're super fans yeah. and we absolutely love it. And I just want to keep doing more and more. So mm. the podcast being great from like a personal level, it's improved my com- ability to converse, like conversation yeah. skills and present and so on, just like so much better mm. uh, and like not panicking behind a microphone or in front of cameras. Yeah. So like it's really helped me on in that area of my life. But then also, you know, the guests and stuff we have on, the the chemistry Gab and I have, it's, it's really cool seeing it come together. I think as well, you know, you mentioned anyone sitting down to either watch or listen to an hour of your content per week is obviously mm. pretty keen on your content. But it also allows currently, obviously, with the content that that is really highly engaging, being so short and not much opportunity mm. to really show any form of actual personality. Yeah. I feel like people get to know you a lot better too on a different level in terms of, you know, even being able to talk about things like you spoke about at the start, like the fact that it's built your confidence or, you know, this is the mm. journey I'm going on with the running and stuff like that. Like I reckon you should even start adding in a, a second series or episode, whether it's by yourself or with Gab talking mm. about the running journey. Yeah. Like to pair it on the back the of the, the reels and stuff as well. Absolutely, mate. Like, yeah, exactly. And, and being vulnerable in a podcast is, is what we found goes well. Like Gab and I both went through breakups maybe a year and a half, two years ago, and we spoke about it on the podcast like we still have people message us, come up to us saying yeah. that like helped people through things. So like being able to do that and then I can apply that to running, mm-hmm. like just health and stuff. So is there's such like a plethora of opportunities out there in regards to podcasting and I'm so glad we got onto it early mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. You know, because I feel like everyone's starting a podcast now and it's yeah. hard to actually get fans and get listeners for it. Yeah. yeah, particularly with podcasting, I feel like, you see some of the better known podcasts and I reckon a lot of people would be surprised at the actual numbers that podcasts do, mm. even if they're a popular show. Cause it is, as you said, it's like an hour, sometimes two hours of your week. Yeah. When most time it's, you know, maybe listening on your way to work, or whatever, and it gets broken mm. up. Like it's, it's, it's interesting how many people are starting them now though. I honestly think if you're a brand, a business, a personality, you should have a podcast. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy to me that there's some people that haven't started. I can't them. believe it. What yeah. are you doing? It's same with any kind of content. Like, start posting. Like, yeah. <laughs> I hate to be like Gary V or whatever, but like, <laughs> mate, get going with it. You yeah. know, you, there's no time to worry about what people think. Like, yeah. start posting, start spreading your message. And like, we repeat ourselves a lot on our podcast, but it takes, you know, 10 times for someone to hear something mm. before they actually can kind of consume it properly. For sure. It's almost like fucking retargeting with paid ads. Exactly. It's just like here, here, see on the reel, here on you the podcast. You will listen. Yeah, yeah, fucking listen, listen. to me. <laughs> what um, have you been doing? Have you changed much with your nutrition now that you've ran the Kaiser? Not really, to be honest. I haven't. I've, I've, I've kept it pretty like consistent. I've found most footy seasons 
in the past I've been very like, oh, I've got to have all this muscle to go into footy and so I don't get smashed. This season, I'm, I honestly, I couldn't care less about size. Mm-hmm. Like it's probably one of the first years where I've really just like, I love my body and like this is what it is, you yeah. know, like – I want to be a little bit leaner, but mm-hmm. if I lose muscle mass while I'm doing that, I couldn't care less. So yeah. I'm probably eating in a deficit at the moment. Yep. Um, I was counting my calories. I think I was on like 2,500, mm-hmm. obviously doing like 20,000 steps a day though. So yeah. Um, like, yeah, very kind of like dialed into my, my calories and stuff, but not too worried about them. Not too worried about it. Is there, yeah, you mentioned vulnerability. Is there anything at the moment that, you've either identified within yourself, whether it's mentally or mm. probably not so much physically, but or it might be, uh, particularly mentally though, that there's areas that, you know, you've addressed that you feel like you need to work on or areas that you mm. feel maybe insecure about or, or things that you are really trying to like spend some time working through at the moment. Like, you know, I've past four or five years really dived into the personal development space and, and the difference it can make, you know, working through limiting beliefs and all this type of stuff or even just areas that mm. you're probably not even or you're kind of like ignoring and things that kind of subconsciously are holding you back. Like is there certain areas that you're kind of working on at the moment? Yeah, oh, for sure. Like always working on things. I mean, I, I went through a, a breakup which rocked me, which is like almost two years ago now. It took me ages, like a year and a half to get over it Yeah, pretty much. Um, and I did a lot of personal development there in, in so many different realms and I'm really happy with where I'm at now, but mm-hmm. always things to work on. I find like the job, you know, the, the, the realm I'm in, it's like I'm, I am my boss. So like I get up and I can pick exactly what I do that day. I could sleep until 12. Yeah. I could and you know roll over and play xbox all day (laughs) but like if i do that i'm not going to make it so i think i'm trying to and and that gets very lonely like Mm -hmm. you can be very lonely in that realm of doing your own thing so i'm really trying to focus on appreciating time by myself Mm -hmm. that's like my number one thing i'm working on is like just like take myself on my own dates i i go for walks by myself and like i just want to like be so comfortable and confident in being alone that like i don't need anyone else so i'd say that is like the number one thing I'm working on and, and I will always work on that. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't have sat for two minutes by myself after my breakup. Yeah. Like I just hated what was going on in my yeah. head. Yeah. Um, but now I, I love being by myself, but I yeah. still have work to do on it. Like I noticed in, in the, in the relationships I form as well in, in life is just like, you know, with girls or, or with mates is like, I can get pretty attached. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you might be love bombing them or you might be like too keen on someone. And like, I definitely need, need that connection but it's like am i doing that because i need to work on myself or am i doing that because i really like this person yeah, so sure. you know i'm always trying to identify that and, and work on that that's some that's some fucking good self-awareness though like that's, <laughs> the, that's the problem i think for a lot of people just don't have that self-awareness to even pick up on those things and it's always mm. putting the blame on someone else or always like projecting like your own issues yeah. onto someone or something else and not taking responsibility for it well, that's yeah, and like accountability. That's like been a big thing with with me and my mate Steve this year. He just said to me, "Year twenty twenty three, year of accountability." It's like that's yeah. so true. Yeah, like, I'm gonna be fucking accountable for every, if anything goes wrong in my life. That's it's on me, yeah. and I need to figure that it's on no one else. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of been the big emphasis. That's an awesome mindset shift to have. Um, mm. I can't remember who I first heard say that, but it really struck me when I heard that. It was like you know, once you can make that mindset shift of the fact that. Every single thing in your life, whether it's good or bad, yeah, is your fault. So, like the good things, they're because of you. Like the bad things that happen, like even if it's like 
quite clearly someone else has fucked up. Mm. There's probably somewhere along the what line that do? a decision you made has led to that even being a possibility of happening. Exactly. And it's crazy how much of a difference it makes in your life when you take full responsibility. Mm. It's amazing. Mate, I've got a few questions here that I'll, I'll rip off. Some of them are absolute dog shit, but... Yeah, um, <laughs> we get that as well in our mailbag. It's like, um, <laughs> we've, we've already clicked off a few of them, but I'll... I'll um, what have we got here? <laughs> Uh, here we go. What's um, what are some tips for a beginner runner? Yeah, tips for a beginner runner. I like to. I feel like a lot of people's idea of running is skewed from early days. Like they're traumatized by it. They mm-hmm. were forced to do the beat test. They played footy and they were forced to do a two k. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah, forget all that. Pull it back. Let's just relax for a second. I like focusing on heart rate. Yes. I say, you know, I, if you can go for a run with your heart rate under one hundred and fifty which is like what zone two, I think, or mm-hmm. yeah, zone two running, um, then you're going to enjoy it. So I like to do a little bit of heart rate focus. I say, you know, go for a run to time, not to a distance. So yeah. I'll break down for you. So you, what you're going to do as a beginner runner, go out there for 30 minutes if you can, run with your heart rate under 150, which is mm-hmm. talking pace. Yeah. And just try and take in the surroundings, breathe and enjoy it. If your heart rate's under that, then you're going to like, you, you will enjoy it and it's yeah. like a pleasant thing to do. The idea to running long distances is about building up your aerobic base and that's just like time on your legs. So if you can go out and do that more and more, your fitness will exponentially grow. Mm. That's how people run marathons. That's how people do half marathons, ultra marathons, so on. Love it. Uh, We are so well for How do you feel about being characterised as a fitness influencer? Yeah, I mean, like it's it's not what I set out to to do or Mm. to be. Um, But like the, the, the word influencer is it's a little bit taboo because you've got people who like everyone, a lot of people want to be an influencer and it's like, what are they influencing? Sure. They look hot, you know, upload another photo of them at Sorrento hotel or whatever. And, you know, looking fly as, but it's like, if you're not affecting people's lives, yeah. what's the point? So I feel honored and, and it's a pleasure to be a fitness influencer, but as long as you are feeling influenced by the right things and that's all that matters. Mm, we, um, I think it was Sarah Davidson, yeah. Um, when, when she was on last, we had this conversation and we came up with the term impactor. It's like, it's actually a fucking, a huge responsibility. Oh, but at the same time, as you said, like it's, a, it's an absolute honor. Like if you're, even though the term is absolute trash and there's bad connotation with it, it's like if you're literally putting out something that is having an influence, on, a positive influence on mm. someone else's life. And if you can have that mindset, I think, when you are putting out content, it's like, fuck, like I can genuinely, just by posting something on social media, yeah, change someone's life, like with one fucking video or one Literally. post or one response in a DM. And that's a, it's a big responsibility, but it's a, it's motivating, I think, knowing yeah. that you have that, that potential to do that. And it's like, like we're so affected by the people we surround ourselves with. You know, you're affected by the five people around mm. you. Or that's the old saying. Like the five people around you are like what you are. Now it's like we've got social media. Mm. So like that's what when I'm on social media, I'm trying to unfollow people left, right and centre because yeah. I don't want to be affected by like people who are putting out shit vibes. Yeah. Like who are 100%. just influencing. So like I take that and understand that when I'm creating content, like will this help someone? Yeah. Will this change their life? If yes, then let's post it. Mm. Generally, generally speaking, except for the thirst traps then. <laughs> that's me just trying to get dms from girls so <laughs> the um the last one i had here was uh what was it oh what supplements are you using at the moment and like what have you found most effective obviously taking into account that and as long as your nutrition and training recovery mm. and all that stuff is taken care of first um which supplements have you found most beneficial and have you changed that um in terms of 
doing more running now? Mm, yeah, I've, I've really scaled it back with the supplements, to be honest. Um, but two two main ones are like hydration. So I use like a um, Endura, like hydration powder. Yep. I'll have that, you know, two scoops most days. Electrolytes. Electrolytes, yep. yeah. Ex- or just electrolytes. Uh, it's not carbs, just okay, electrolytes. Cool. Yep. Just because I'm trying to be lean out yeah. here. <laughs> Don't need energy. Just Shred want to be city, peeled. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then recovery. So just protein, yeah. uh, protein powder. I have it with oats every morning and yeah. i How just that? yeah i Fuck like I whey protein mate i have full milk coffees whey protein my guts are i'm a goat my guts <laughs> are like a goat <laughs> love it mate well thanks for coming in today i appreciate you coming and spending time in here and um looking forward to seeing more of the content um and also to see what what your kind of journey brings you over the next 12 months and onwards um and hopefully hanging out a bit more as well get a few sessions in i'll come yeah. punch out a few k's with you but yeah let's do um, it um all the best with the journey mate and thanks for coming in we'll, we'll tee up another one soon keen mate thanks so much for having me i'm a i'm a huge fan Thanks, mate. Everyone, everyone who has tuned into this episode as well, whether you're listening or watching, um, we really appreciate it. If you've enjoyed the episode, feel free to take a screenshot and post it up on your Instagram story. Tag myself, tag Louis. I'll have his socials in the show notes so you can follow along with his journey as well. Um, and we look forward to chatting to you in the next episode.